With the NowJobs app, you're only three clicks away from a new student worker. Let us introduce you to the NowJobs app. That's extra help in just a few clicks. No fuss, no administration. Download it now. Available in Belgium, the Netherlands, France, and soon in Germany. Now jobs. Get the job done. Ka-ching! I love the Cheddar and Cheese podcast. <laughs> Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Americans heading to Europe next year will have to pay a 7 euro tax thanks to a new fee. But the good news, this podcast will always be free. You are listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, Does Europe. I'm your co-host, Joel, applying for EU membership, Cheeseman. I'm Chad. Not today, Satan. So wash. And I'm leaving the only non-bumpkin in the show, Van Eeuwenhuizen. <laughs> and on this episode, Personia goes octacorn, Workmotion says it's not the size of the wave, and it's springtime for now jobs in Germany. Let's do this. Europe has a bunch of countries in it. European. Talent. Intelligence. What does it mean? Imagine a world where it's easier for you to find and know your target group. Where it's easier to recruit and attract the talent you need from a European talent pool. Every year, thousands of corporate recruiters, HR departments and intermediaries rely on Intelligence Group to make that dream a reality. Intelligence Group is the European market leader in recruitment talent intelligence with innovative dashboards and tailor-made research in 28 European countries. It is our job to empower you as a state-of-the-art, data-driven recruitment business partner. Recruiting with data is great. Recruiting with Intelligence Group is better. Learn more about our services at intelligence-group.nl Intelligence Group, market leader in European talent intelligence. Bumpkins. Yeah. What do you mean you're the only non-bumpkin on this show? Where, where, where did this come from? Where did you even learn that word, Levin? Just quoting a big fan of the show, Steve Jewell from Waterton. I don't know what Waterton is, but I'm sure he will explain. <laughs> but uh, Steve Jewell from Waterton sent me a LinkedIn and he said, blah, blah, blah. What did he say? Okay. And I'm, I'm going to quote Levin, just giving you a shout out for your dry humor and EU's perspective that clearly the America bumpkins, cheddar and cheese, bumpkins, do not have. What did you say? Bumpkins. You are the James Bond of the trio shaken, but never stirred. And I mean, Steve apparently has a very good view on the matter. So thank you, Steve. It's appreciated. I have a fan. Living as a fan. fan. Did did he also tell you you that he had applied for a job within the organization or something? No, no. I mean, he has to know his place. He's the fan. He he shouldn't be applying. That's that's, that's way too far. And and bumpkin, for those that don't know, it's usually tied to country bumpkin. 
So yeah. it's someone that's very awkward, sort of out of their element, country mouse in the city kind of thing. So, Which is where America is right now. Yeah, totally. So for, for our fans that don't know, Bumpkin is just sort of an awkward idiot. Yeah. So it's not it's not Bumpkin, it's Bumpkin with a B. Bumpkin, yeah. Bumpkin, okay. Okay. So you are Bumpkins, I'm not a Bumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a hell of a shout out to start the show. I don't know how it I is. can follow that one up. Yeah. But- <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. I'm going to try. My shout out goes to Smart Recruiters. Uh, The popular ATS announced it has expanded its global operations into Northern European, the Northern European market by opening up a regional office in our favorite country, Chad, Sweden. They're also going to add staff across the region in Finland, Denmark, and Norway. Smart Recruiters counts IKEA and H&M. So the move is also a little bit organic, uh, with more and more European vendors becoming real competitors to the U.S. companies. I expect to see more U.S. providers plant their flags into Europe, just like Smart Recruiters. Shout out to Smart Recruiters heading to Sweden. No word yet if the bikini team will be involved (laughs) or not. And a side note on that, because I I went to Wikipedia on this, all the actresses from the 90s beer commercials, for those that remember... They were all American actresses with blonde wigs. So I'm feeling a little bit cheated from my from my youth on that one, Chad. <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, really off the wall. Yeah, that was really off the wall. Yeah, that'll get you canceled today, I think. Hey, okay. So uh, <laughs> shout out to Denmark's job index, who is ratcheting up Stepstone's original antitrust complaint against Google for jobs in the EU. Job index turns to the EU antitrust chief, Margaret Vestager, who has fined Google more than 8 billion euros in recent years for various anti-competitive practices. So look at Denmark, baby, carrying the not today Satan banner against Google for jobs. (laughs) (laughs) That's hidden camera from Google in Europe. (laughs) Yeah, I got a second shout out. To Dennis van Alemers, he's the COO at DPG Media. Now, you don't know what DPG Media is, but they're pretty big in Belgium, the Netherlands, and Denmark. Ah. They're into, as the name says, media. They have about 6,000 people, 2,000 <laughs> journalists, uh, television stations, newspapers, the whole shit. And he let me know in advance they were about to send me a press release. And it always makes me feel very important if people let me know they're going to send me a press release. <laughs> and he was right. He actually, he actually did. He, he, he sent me a press release. And uh, yeah. Deep, yeah, they're launching a new company called AimWell. So like aiming and well, doing something weird <laughs> with cross media lead generation for recruiters in a cookie less world. And I think it's intriguing. I mean, it sounds like they actually found a way to work around the GDPR, a way to generate leads in a cookie less world. So I'm thinking about we should having him in the show to elaborate on this. Was cookie less actually in the subhead of that press release? It was somewhere in the in the text. I actually okay. read the whole text. Yeah, I know you only, you only read uh, the headlines, but I do. I do yeah, read the only, text. Us bumpkins only read the headlines. <laughs> we don't. Really, we don't go any further. Nah, I know. What did you say? TLDR, baby. Yeah. So so not only do we get called bumpkins, but Levin goes ahead and slides in another shout out. Okay, this is this is gone. He's off taken the over. Rails. This is too much. Off the rails. He's, off, he's the- off. He's off the show for one week. Comes back, takes over. This is crazy. Next thing you know, he's going to be joining us in London next week Ooh. and taking over our our show. 
Nebworth yeah. Park, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you should get leaving on the stage. Oh, yeah. Ooh. July 7th, kids. If you have tickets, you know where you're going to be. All day, Nebworth Park. Come to the Disrupt stage. Joel and I are going to have nothing but tech on stage all day. Not to mention beer. Beer's going to be on stage. Come out. Have a great time. Try not to get wasted, Joel Cheeseman. At the end of the day, it's going to be a great time. Leaving would love to see you there, man. Mm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. As I told you, we've got an executive committee, so that's an extra reason to be there. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm going to still be milking my 4th of July hangover on the plane Ooh. to London, so I may need a little time out on, on the booze. <laughs> you, may, you may be in luck with my sobriety on, on the 7th. Who knows? Who knows? I may still be drunk. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. We'll find out. All right. Personio is now Europe's most valuable private HR tech company. Suck on that job and talent. And the second most valuable startup in all of Germany, Europe's biggest economy. Let that sink in for a second. The Munich Germany-based startup has secured $200 million dollars in a Series E funding, the latest injection allows a funding round, follows a funding round in October 2021 when the company raised $270 million and has pushed the company value to $8.5 billion, up from $2.2 billion just last year. Founded in 2015, Personio is Europe's leading provider of HR software for small and medium-sized enterprises or SMEs. It has expanded throughout Europe with offices in London, Dublin, Madrid, and Amsterdam and employs a team of around a thousand people. All right, boys, this is kind of a big deal. Your thoughts, bitte? <laughs> Once again, what do I miss? I mean, I read the article, they have 6,000 clients and mm -hmm. They all pay 190 euros a month. And <laughs> if I if I calculate correctly, that's like 13, one, three million dollar revenue a year. And they got a, uh, a startup, uh, they got a raise from 200 million, valuing them at a whooping 8.5 billion dollar. <laughs> I mean, I must have missed the detail, but this just can't be. Yeah, I think the 6,000 customers is, is more than just the like 200... MRR that they're they're talking about. I think there has to be seats or so, something to to, yeah. to that effect. Yeah. There has to be because the thirteen million to be able to get an eighteen, you know, eight point five <laughs> billion possible. Yeah. seats or usage. Yeah. yeah, but look at the look at the freaking meteoric rise though. In January of twenty twenty, valuation was five hundred million. Uh, twenty twenty one, they were at valuation of one point seven. Eighteen months ago. 18 months ago, 1.7 million. Now they're at 8.5 billion. What did you say? Yeah. Not to mention they don't need the money. And they keep saying it over and over. Even in their last raise, they said, we don't need the money, right? So what are these guys trying to do with all this cash? First and foremost, uh, invest investors, I think, are helping Personio build a war chest by being able to prospectively buy interesting yet failing companies that are going to happen. We've been predicting this. All these huge organizations that have been getting a lot of cash, they're going to fall. There's going to be ones who did not get the, the traction. They're going to go on the clearance rack. It's going to drive consolidation, which means acquiring more business and also squirreling away cash in case the world economy does see a long winter. So, my, my biggest question is, when is Personio coming to the US? Because when you're looking at a TAM, 
that in itself is going to increase the TAM dramatically. Yeah. And therein lies, to me, sort of the 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 impressiveness of what these guys are doing and, and two words, discipline and focus. Yeah. So on one end, in terms of discipline, they're staying laser focused on on small businesses. And in one of their releases, they talked about how many, how so many enterprise companies come to them to help them and they turn them away because they're so focused on the small, uh, small companies. Um, that's obviously paying off. And the second thing that really stood out to me in the five or six sort of news bits that I read about this before the show was zero, zero, zero talk about the US. There was no quote, there was no headline, nothing that the company put out. Like there's apparently no play or messaging around we're coming to America. So I agree with you Chad, like it, when they when and if they decide to do that, there's a huge opportunity to come to the states, but they are really laser focused on Europe. I mean, we're talking about a lot of you know, big economy in Europe, a lot of opportunity and they're staying laser focused, not taking enterprise companies and they're not talking about coming to the US. And that focus as we've learned historically really pays off for businesses and uh, it's apparently paying off for for Personia. So I you know, I I applaud it, man. It's it's, uh, it's a rare story and these guys being the most valuable HR tech company in Europe means they need our attention. And we'll be talking about them a lot, I assume, in the coming years. Yeah. Levin, so what do you think about getting this much cast first and foremost, and then not going to the US and almost <laughs> doubling your TAM? Well, it's, it's admirable. I mean, they got so much cast from the US and from the US, and then they say we're not going to give it back. We're going to keep it in Europe. It's something more companies should do. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of weird. So they say we don't need the cash, but if you absolutely, definitely want to offer it to us, okay, we'll accept it. So Green Oaks probably knows something we don't, but uh, they are growing. And I believe in their approach on um, the small and medium companies. There are so many of them, definitely in Europe, but I'm sure also in the US. But they're only active now in, um, or they had offices in, in four countries. So they have a lot to gain in Europe before moving over to the pounds, as you would say. I'd love to know these guys' sales strategy because selling into small businesses sucks. And for whatever whatever recipe yeah. they have that's working, uh, they need to they need to package it and sell it to other vendors because it really sucks to smell to sell to small companies. So, have we seen these guys acquire anybody yet? I don't. I don't remember, and I, I yeah, checked Crunchbase. Yeah, they acquired some automation mm-hmm. company fairly recently, yeah, but, but, but it was. But it was no. It was no portfolio acquisition. No, no it was, feel like a tech or maybe some aqua hire. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're focusing heavily, which I which I understand totally to because automation, baby. I mean, even small companies need automation. They probably need it more than than the bigger companies, to be quite frank, to scale quicker. Uh, but when we're we're taking a look at how Personio grows, I see as you you're talking about Joel. How in the hell do they get the, into these SMEs? I see acquisition. Yeah, so like agencies, board. I mean, like, what would your strategy be? Or any anybody who's common, whether it's competitors or yeah. it is common to to SMEs. Like, let's say, for instance, just pure play payrolling systems. Right, that's one of the things that Personio yeah. they have a chunk of that. But if they go out and they they gobble up smaller payrolling systems and then pull them in. Uh, to the platform, then they also have an opportunity to upsell from a wallet share standpoint. So they're yeah. gaining market and they're also prospectively driving more more wallet share. Yeah, they could go country by country and just start gobbling up uh, market share in the SMB space. 
IPO down the road, baby. That'll be fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but they said they said in the in the article they're not looking to go public. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. These guys are either spinning some shit or they're the most interesting company in a long time. Like <laughs> not America, not IPO, very few acquisitions. We're just a special company. We'll be watching yes, yeah. Personia. And we'll be watching. to be honest, I didn't know them before uh, I read about the the 200 million. But then again, I'm not our I'm not our target group. We are not small and medium, but uh, still, it's impressive. And I'm going They're to a look big into deal. them. Yeah, they are apparently. It's no joke. I mean, They're a big deal. Eight billion eight, deal. Eight point five billion dollars is well, that'll buy a lot of beer. Leaving <laughs> buy a lot of beer. All right, we'll be back. Europe has a bunch of countries in it. Everyone deserves their best job. That's what Fiji stands for. We make a big difference for independent recruiters with the strength of our fast-growing recruiter network. At Fiji, you can be your best self and work for the company you'd like whenever and wherever. We support you with the best digital and online recruitment marketing. We offer professional business development support, recruitment specialist training, and a bit of rebellious network meetings. Let's join strengths and help more professionals find the job they love. Celebrate recruitment and join Fiji at FYGI.nl. It's not the size of the wave, Chad. It's the motion in the ocean. I know you've heard that one before. Let's oh, talk yeah. about work motion. It's not the this. size of the wave. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. No metaphors there at all. Yeah, no Go metaphors ahead. there. All right. Uh, work motion, a global employer of record provider, announced a $50 million Series B funding round. This brings total funding to $76.6 million. The Berlin-based company plans to use funds to expand the automation capabilities of its global talent platform. Quote, this investment is a bet that this is only the beginning in a humongous market, said Joydeep Bhattacharya, general partner at Canon. WorkMotion was founded in 2020 and reports it has more than 500 customers. They employ around 250 people. Okay, guys, what are your thoughts on work motion? Okay, so work motion, 76.6 million in total. They're in Germany, but then you have remote that has close to 500 million out of the US. Deal, close to 700 million in funding out of the US. Oyster HR, 224 million out of uh, the US and Multiplier. There are all these different companies who are trying to become the remote hiring and managing platform, which I we've talked about before. We think this is awesome. The big question is, in this case, you have all of those US companies, right, who have, a, a, you know, I, they're automatically, organically in a huge pool. Now, Germany is, don't get me wrong, they are the biggest economy in Europe, although they now have to spread throughout Europe to be able to, to grow. Where do they go next? Do they go to France next? I mean, what, what actually makes sense? Because just doing this in Germany is not the end game. Where do they go from here? I think you make a good point, Chad, in that you know we, we talk a lot about, you mentioned Deal, Remoid, Oyster, Velocity Global is in that conversation now. Yeah, you know, good one. The, the multi-unicorn club. Yeah, they, they, they all have one thing in common. They're based in America. Um, I think two of them are in Silicon Valley, one in Colorado and one in Carolina. Mm -hmm. And for me, is, is work motion situated in a way that they can focus just a little bit like Personio and saying, we are going to be 
the European choice for the employer of record solution for remote work. You know, Europe is twice the size population of the U.S. It's very complicated. It has a lot of countries in it. Uh, so, I mean, if, if WorkMotion takes the approach of we're going to really target uh, Europe, we're going to let the big boys that have got a lot of money uh, worry about the U.S. And, and we dare them to come over and try to, you know, take market share from us in Europe. And we'll let them deal with Asia and other places. I think if they focus uh, in, in, in Europe, uh, they have a pretty good chance of, of being successful. But yeah, I think you're right. If they start talking about coming to America, let's go to other places. I think they're, um, they're, they're diluting their opportunity and, t- you know, by taking on these companies that have a lot of money um, and, and also, and from a buyer perspective, you know, there are a lot of European companies that like buying from Silicon Valley uh, businesses. They think, you know, America is, is progressive and they're, mm-hmm. they're high, better tech, whatever it is. I, I think the, the, the level is getting um, or the, the division is getting closer and closer in terms of what people think about, you know, European tech companies and American tech companies. So I think a lot of businesses in Europe will choose the European uh, headquartered business versus something in the U.S. just because it feels more comfortable to them to use a uh, quote unquote local business versus one that's from America. So leaving you obviously a part of an organization that spans many different countries throughout Europe. How hard is it for an organization like this startup to be able to expand within Europe? Actually, it's pretty hard. Can't say it is easy. And you were talking about France. In my opinion, and I don't think I'm alone with this opinion, France probably is the hardest Mm -hmm. economy to enter, even within Europe, because they're pretty chauvinistic. No, it's really, it's, it's not a joke. They are chauvinistic. And um, we always think the best way to enter France is by buying a French company and then doing something they should have been doing for a long time with them. <laughs> but um, the start is always buy something in France and then um, leverage from there. Especially if you're German, right? You don't want to bring a German brand or a German speaking organization to, to some extent into some of those other, not just because it's Germany, but because it, they, they're such big rivals. No, because the, the, the France, uh, France and German, they don't, they aren't even that big rivals. I mean, uh, France and England is much worse. Mm. But, um, that's history. But, uh, German has its history as well, of course. <laughs> yes. But I think, it's something about the language, you know? It's the only language in Europe that never accepted words from other languages. I mean, the whole world speaks about a computer. I mean, mm-hmm. in Belgium, you say computer in the Netherlands and in everywhere. In France, it's called an ordinateur. They have the French Academy, which is actually inventing words, words to just <laughs> make sure no English is entering the language. Yeah. And that's true. Oh, so, dude. So if you were if you were if you were consulting with WorkMotion, would you advise them to buy a company in yeah. France to get a foothold there? If you want to enter France, you have. But uh, which company were we talking about? They just left France, uh, a stepstone, a few episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, why, why do you think they do it? Because it's just freaking hard. Yeah. But they try. They tried taking their stepstone brand into France. One of the things that I love about House of HR is that you guys don't strip the brand no. away from the organization and it stays organic to the country that it was in in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they had an opportunity to to actually acquire, keep that brand and and, and obviously the, the, the talent that are there, I think they'd have a, a better way to go, right? Yeah. So they have to buy a company which is at least very similar to what they're doing and then yeah. they can 
develop their own products and launch it through that existing company. That's how we should would do it probably. Mm-hmm. We have a company in France. It's uh, it's Abilson. It's an engineering company. They um, it's secondment of engineers. I think twelve hundred, maybe more engineers on the payroll, and it is a pretty closed company. It's the company I have the least contact with from all forty nine companies. It's France is a different world sometimes. <laughs> But it's a very good company and it's a very good market and we definitely like it and we, we need to invest in it and, and, and the whole the whole country. But it's hard. It's, it's probably language and cultural based. I'm not sure. Well, well, let's now let's talk about going into Germany, Joel. Yes, uh, a nice change in history. Uh, going into into Germany. Yeah, let's talk about now jobs. The Belgian app that matches flex workers and employers is moving to Germany and is already active in neighboring countries like the Netherlands and France. Uh, It has already grown from 600,000 euros in revenue to more than 90 million euros in revenue. Elon David, co-founder and general manager of the House of HR subsidiary, says her personal ambition is turning now jobs into a unicorn. (laughs) And the next step in achieving said status is moving into Deutschland. Again, the largest economy in Europe which the company announced recently. The idea for Now Jobs came in 2016 when they were looking to disrupt another House of HR company. Well, where could we get a House of HR expert to come comment on this, Chad? Hmm. I, hmm. I don't know. Are there any accessible at this point? I think Levin's probably on his third beer. Levin, so. yes. I've been called many names at House of HR, but expert is a new one. But uh, I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. In my opinion, and I'm probably a bit biased, but um, now Jobs is one of the main reasons why Bain should have bought us. Mm-hmm. And they... It was a few episodes ago. Bain has acquired 55% in House of HR, and they made a pretty good deal, if you ask me. But but, uh, now Jobs is one of the big reasons, because Elin probably is right. This has the potential of becoming a major unicorn. If only in Belgium, we can reach 100 million probably by the end of this year. How much can we reach in Germany? There are how many Germans? 70 million, something like that. Maybe 80. Need to check. But uh, there are only... 10 million Belgians, so uh, the economy is a lot bigger. I think uh, Germany is a good choice, and we already have time partner in Germany, so it's not like she has to start from scratch. Uh-huh. We have a big network, so we can use the network to give it a speed bump. Nothing like an, uh, a bumpkin speed bump. Is it the word, <laughs> speed bump? What did you say? Just like reminding you of the bumpkin. But, yes, uh, no, no. we appreciate that. I know, but uh, no, I think uh, Germany is a good choice and uh, she also has plans in France. We already are in France, but uh, it's going to grow maybe the way I was just talking about. Luckily, believe it or not, kids, you probably remember we were in Belgium. Mm-hmm. We have a quick interview from our friends at Now Jobs. Actually, Elon sat down with us and talked about the German uh, expansion even before they announced it. So uh, let's sit back. You guys ready to listen? I'm ready. Yep. Here we go. I love the Cheddar and Cheese podcast. There we go. Especially we go. when you're mentioning and now jobs. And we're, and we're done. <laughs> and we're, thanks. Thanks for coming. All right, everybody. We are back again live from Osten, Belgium at How the e-recruiting con- conference. How many beers have we drank thus far? One, we're two, at least three, four, five, five or six, six in. Yeah. Oh, good God. And it's only 9 a.m. No, okay. <laughs> it's a little later than that. I'd like to welcome Elon David 
founder the, the easiest name of now jobs we've dealt with today yeah dot com dot be dot com dot be dot fr and soon Ooh. maybe a teaser oh scoop Soon in Germany. Oh, oh Deutschland. Dot yeah, sehr yes, good. Yes, yes. De, baby. Sehr good. We are going to Germany. Right. Yes. Elon, yes. Welcome nice. to the podcast. Thanks for having and me. And also super fans, by the way. Super at, fan? At, at, really? At, yeah, Now Jobs. They love yes. us at Now Jobs. Mm, I love it. Okay, so you have a story to tell. And I want to hear this because there are many startups that listen to us that want to understand how to get traction, right? How do you how do you get into a market? How do you gain traction? You guys have a good story. You've how got to, a great story. You cut through the clutter. Fucking amazing story, to be quite frank. So let's start off with the story of Now Jobs. So go ahead. Do you want to know how we accelerated our business or how we got born? How you got born first. Uh, how we got born is actually a, co- a cool story. Yes. So um, we're part of House of HR. So six years ago, we did a brainstorm session, how to kill accent. Accent in Belgium, known as the, the third biggest interim temp office with 1,200 people on the payroll, 500 million revenue. Yeah. And we saw many digital initiatives. Now, wait and a minute. How to kill. Yes. I love this. Right out of the gate. You're, usually we don't hear this out of U- Europeans, right? Like a fly on, on the wall of a strategy meeting at House that. of HR. I love that. How do we fuck shit up? Yes. That's, that's yes. the strategy Keep, meeting yes. at House going. of HR. I love this. I, yes. I want to be in more of these conversations, by the way. Go yeah. ahead. It was a very cool exercise with all the CEOs of House of HR. We gathered in Ghent and we did a whole day a session with all the CEOs. How can we kill accent? So everybody came up with disruptive ideas, um, but with four people were quite convinced that everything was happening in a traditional temp office, we can digitalize it. And one year later, we started programming Now Jobs. Holy shit. So how do you take something like that, though, and then operationalize and execute on it? Because that, I mean, being able to come from whiteboard to execution in business, that's not easy shit. No, um... Two years before, we launched another app, Swap. It was like the Tinder for jobs. And in the beginning, oh, everybody... Oh, no, she said Tinder, Tinder for, for jobs. jobs. But it was like eight years ago. Eight years ago. Uh, eight years ago. Yes. And they were looking like, ah, oh, Eileen, what are you doing? Uh, building an app. Uh, oh, yeah, a little bit PR. But suddenly, that app was getting very nice results. We gave 150 people a job via, now, via Swap every month. So due to that, we found out, okay, the market in Belgium is ready uh, to go digitally. We got in touch with building funnels, candidate acquisition, and all those stuff. And now Jobs is actually the extended version of what we had with Swap. So a lot of our listeners Listeners and me included don't have a real appreciation for accent. Give, give some perspective on how big they were, how much market share you've taken from them, what's the current state of their business. Like, give us some sense for those in America that don't know what the hell like accent is. Accent is accent accent. Yeah, yeah. You mean a House of HR company? No, no. Yeah. Oh, you're killing the internal company. Yes. Well, that's so, even more in, interesting. That's very, no, it's, it's, it's Netflix. It's Netflixing the shit, right? Because Netflix had the whole... The mailing CDs. Yes, and then they killed their own business with online. Voila, that's it. What you see of other big players... This, is, they this buy. is why this is so fucking cool. Yes, and what we did, so big players buy small initiatives, startups to integrate them in their company. No, we integrated, we, we created a company in our company together with people who have a lot of experience in the interim and people who come from external uh, with a, a good IT yeah, background. This is great because I didn't know this. So, you know, instead of getting killed by someone else, you, inter- you, you euthanized 
So is that business gone now? No. No, no, it's no. Strong as fuck, right? <laughs> no, no, so no. So talk about that. Are, are you, you're just doing it differently. So you're basically having your cake and eating it too. You kept the, the one business alive and you created another business yes. that yes. gobbles up uh, pellets like Pac-Man. So now Jobs is 100% digitally a digital platform um, to recruit uh, students, people who want to get some extra money. So we position it, it on that angle because what we've seen in development and um, research that if you want to go for a fixed job, that you want to have a physical interview with your employer yeah, via an app. It was a little bit difficult in the beginning. Accent is really focused on fixed jobs. And with now jobs, we picked a segment, uh, students and flexible workers. So that's why we can attack the same customers and the same customers can use now jobs and Accent. So House of HR incubated you essentially. What kind of budget did they give you? How much rope did you get? Like talk about sort of the, uh, the playbook that they allowed you to, to make and, and run with. It's quite amazing because we see there are many platforms like us in, uh, in Europe and also in the US. But what we see is most of them are uh, burning cash massively. 50 million funding, 200 million yeah. funding. Oh, yeah. Um, what we did, we built it up very lean and mean. Um, at this moment, uh, we have a positive EBITDA. That was lean and mean for those that didn't catch that. Uh, well, uh, to, to give you the investment, we only invested two and a half million in our jobs in five years' time. Two and, and a half million in, in five years. And, and this year, we're going for the 100 million revenue. So Holy um, that's what I'm Jesus talking about. Christ. That's what Levin's talking about. Levin's talking about um, uh, handshake. So handshake is has like I think uh, at least 400 million dollars in in funding. They're approaching a hundred million, right? Reportedly, <laughs> how much? Five million in two and a half. Two and a half million two, in five two years. Two and a half million in five years. And they're hundred million dollar. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh Jesus. I mean, this is what right looks like. All right. So, what do you need to do to get to two hundred? Is it Germany? Is it France? You know, oh. it's, it's growth, right? We have a plan. We learned many things. We learned many things in the, in the Belgian markets and. We have a, a strong uh, international cooperation between the countries. We're yes. learning from each other, do cross-selling. We already have more than 10 international customers that we give service uh, out with all the countries. Yeah. So we're really one team. And uh, the human force and the human power is very important to launch a digital platform. Which is why he shake. She's she has some team members here with her uh, team in members, the podcast. Frederick, and when I said America, he was like shaking no. me off like a catcher to a pitcher. Which I think, of which I think is amazing because every time we talk to European organizations, they're like, "We're going to invade the America. U.S." Now that, that's a big pot of gold, but you're forsaking all of the money. The that largest is in economy in the world, Europe. What are you crazy? Why do that? Because there's a big economy here. There's a very big economy. And what we also choose is to start up near our own country. So it's easy to build one team. Don't go immediately for far away. Don't go for the UK because you always have to take a train or a plane. Don't go for the US. So we keep it close. And what we do, we do very good. Let me ask about nuance uh, for a second. So Europe has a lot of countries in it. They're very culturally unique. Legally, they're all different. Governmentally, they're all different. When you grow into other countries in Europe, it's not like 
going into another state in the U.S. So talk about the nuance, the challenges of going to a country like Germany. Well, then I pass the mic to Frey. He's our... All right, uh, let's introduce Frederick. Frederick Patton. Oh, with a Y. I like that. Like General Patton with a Y. I yeah, can dig of course. It. I can dig it. And your position at Now Jobs is? Product manager since day one. Okay, so talk about going into Germany and what that's all about and what it entails. Well, as you say, um, Europe has a lot of, uh, a bunch of countries in it. And we started out with the Netherlands, which was a completely insane, different legal mindset where we tried to digitalize and automate a lot of stuff, where we sometimes took nine months to just figure it out through the knowledge of the legal stuff that we automated in Belgium and what we additionally learned in the Netherlands it made it rather or easier to go to France, although they are even more bureaucratic, even more undigitalized, I've even heard. more- you don't say. I've heard. No kidding. And based on the first two countries, it was a big challenge to go to France, but it only took an additional eight to nine months to do that. Only eight to nine months. Just he says that like it's eh, nine months. Yeah, no just deal. to figure out the legal stuff because that's the big difference between uh, staffing and freelance. Freelance is so easy to go live with. It, give me two weeks and you have an app for freelance. When it comes to actual interim staffing, flexible staffing, the laws around it, the security that candidates or people that actually have that kind of contract have is so massive definitely in france and now we are going to germany and there it's even worse there they don't even know what an app is what digital is i, I i'm trying now to figure out with the team how to side pass some paper documents that apparently must be signed physically Germans don't know what an app is. I think that's what Frederick's final point was in that. The Germans might have an issue with that. Frederick, Elon, thank you for joining. Thanks for listening to the podcast. For those that want to know more about you guys, where do you send them? You can find us on uh, LinkedIn, Elin David or nowjobs.com. Frederick Patein, uh, also LinkedIn and nowjobs.be.fr.nl. Everything. We're everywhere. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks for having us. Okay, dude. I love that story about how Now Jobs was created first and foremost yeah. as an evolution or alternative to Accent, which is your biggest brand, right, Levin? I mean, you guys, you guys were actually starting to war plan against yourselves so that you could prospectively beat competitors to it. Absolutely. And it's better that we come up with something like that than that a competitor does. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I keep thinking of like back in the, the monster days, monster was on top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. If they would have had this thought process, they could have prospectively come up with Indeed before Indeed did, right? If they could have reinvented themselves, Indeed wouldn't be on the top of the, the mountain now. And there are so many companies that are out there today who are guarding and defending if they just focused on this type of process and, and really reinventing and reevaluating. It would be a better way to go through R&D. Definitely. And it's always the same thing. When I was, uh, I think it's almost 20 years ago, when I was just starting in this industry, I used to work for a job board. And I told my boss, I said, pay-per-click is coming. We need to redefine our business model because now we charge per credit as a stepstone and a monster still do, I guess. 
but a pay-per-click is coming, we should do something. And in Belgium, you used to have a du duopoly. I mean, there were two companies, you had Jopat, you had Facature, two competitors, and they had 50% of the markets each, something like that. So I said to the boss, we need to do something. He said, yeah, pff, don't rock the boat you're in. We're making so much money with the current business model. Yeah. Let the other company do it. And that was a big mistake. And then three years later, you had a, you had a career jet, you had Simply Hired, you had uh, Indeed. And um, now those two companies have merged. And they used to be water and fire. They hated each other, but they had to merge because alone they just couldn't survive. Maybe that's not totally true. There, there's probably a bit of politics involved as well for the merging, but still they uh, couldn't do it alone. Just uh, keeping your business model because you're afraid to cannibalize is always a bad idea. There are tons of, of uh, examples in history. Yeah. There's a great book uh, about 20 years ago, I think it was written called The Innovator's Dilemma. Um, and it talks a lot about these established companies and how hard it is to pivot and, and switch the business because you're, you're trading a, a cash cow in for maybe another business, maybe, uh, you know, an uncertain future. Um, and I love, I, I do love how, how this story happened in, in that there was a, a relatively small amount of investment, uh, in the now jobs company. And it, it turned into this, it turned into this behemoth. 5 million in five years, something like that. Yeah. 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 2 million seed and then 5 million. And that, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So you, you can, you can still have the main business and take bets on disrupting yourself. Um, without losing your shirt. And I think that if there's anything aside from, hey, if you're going to just be disrupted, uh, disrupt yourself, it's take small bets on the future and mm -hmm. hopefully you'll get one of those bets right. And House of HR yeah. uh, obviously made a great bet and, and now jobs and it's uh, it's paying off handsomely. True. And if you look at Accent, I mean, and the, the, the whole idea was uh, develop something that's going to kill Accent. But if you look at Accent today, it's doing better than ever. They have the best months ever. So um, this has been, what did Eileen say? I'm bet with years, six years ago or eight years ago. When did we launch Now Jobs? I don't know. 2016. Okay, so that's... Uh, the idea for Now Jobs came in 16. Yeah, well, and then it took us some time, but not that much to develop it. So many years ago, uh, we launched Now Jobs. It's highly successful, but Accent is still highly successful. So there hasn't been any cannibalization, is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. Cannibalization. Okay. There hasn't been any cannibalization at all. Yeah. Well, think of it though. Think of it from this standpoint. When Netflix came up with the internet accessible streaming, their disc service didn't dry up overnight, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but they had, they had those two running together at the same time. You have the evolutionary step already in place. Well, Accent, Accent could could grow. And the next thing you know, you just have two amazing businesses that are just creating cash. That's my biggest point is that if you're not looking to defend, what are you really looking to do? I mean, you can't just lay in the corner in the fetal position and hope that nobody comes after your market share because that shit's never going to happen. You might as well go after it yourself. True. And it happens constantly that they do go lying in a corner and wait. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're not going to be in the corner leaving. We're going to be on a plane soon, That's hopefully right, coming right. to see you. We're going to be at Nebworth Park. And then I'm going to take a little jaunt to Portugal, but I'll be back soon. Another another great week, guys. That's right. It's not it's not Belgian beer, but English beer is still pretty good. It's yep. still pretty good. <laughs> it is. See you in London, boys. See you. We out. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? podcast the chad the cheese brilliant
They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.